and welcome back to the Lazy Overachiever. I'm your host, Nikita Renthigpen. Okay, so something that has come up over at least the last four weeks has been this idea of what it even means to trust yourself and being able to really enjoy the life that you're creating. So as a lazy overachiever, I wanna just address this because I know at the time of this recording, we are in the midst of fourth quarter, 2024 is on the other side. There's so much anxiety for so many people that I'm talking to around what is it that they haven't gotten done yet that they should have. So there's a lot of guilting themselves, shaming themselves, being angry with themselves. There's also a lot of FOMO around looking at their peers that they say that they wouldn't normally compete with, but feeling like they're behind the lines a little bit and they need to do more to make up. So a lot of hustle is coming in. And if you are new to Nikita's world, you know that I try not to, I try not to even use the word hustle unless I'm talking about debunking the myth behind it because this hustle and grind culture has put us into this really unhealthy and unsafe space in our own bodies. Our cortisol levels are through the through the roof. We're having stress-induced illnesses of all kinds of magnitudes, every single doctor's office, hospitals across the world. Like we're being plagued with all kinds of illnesses and challenges that are literally linked to stress-induced illnesses. It's not okay, y'all. It's just not okay. Whether you have something that was genetic and exacerbated like I do, I have a rare autoimmune that I had the gene for, but got exacerbated somehow, some way through the various years of stress until honestly, it wasn't until I slowed down that my body was like, hello, I've been sending you these signals all along. And that's where I could cue in and pay attention to what was going on with me many, many years ago. And it literally almost ruined my marriage. It definitely ruined our finances and it almost ruined my life. So you want to be really mindful because we take things for granted, right? Like we take things for granted all the time. There's that, like that more not so extreme now. And I used to be able to say that's an extreme scenario, but it's not anymore. There's so many people that I'm talking to that are literally having these challenges with their body. They're getting migraines, they're getting back aches, they're having all kinds of other issues that are coming up that doctors can't figure it out until they finally, one or two years after a sequence of all these symptoms are able to say, okay, this is the target area that we're going in. That's one issue, but it's also showing up in your day-to-day, your patience level with people that you know, love and trust, your children, your forever lover, your partners, your neighbors, your parents, right? Like it's coming out in different ways, but it's also showing up in your lack of ability to be strategic as an analytical creative, which is who I'm talking to. Because analytical creative specifically, we work both brilliant sides of our mind almost equally. But when you're in an analysis paralysis loop, because you're not trusting yourself, it makes it really hard to enjoy the fruits of your labor, even if you're getting coin, even if you have a beautiful portfolio that you should be excited about and shouting from the hilltops. It makes it really hard to do that when you're not connected to your body. You're so up here and you're not down here. There has to be a balance. 
pun intended, as a balance and relationship advisor. There has to be a balance. So what I just want to talk to you about is looking at how is your life and or business and or relationships out of alignment in this moment and start looking at what's on your plate or how many plates you might be spinning and holding at the time, how many hats you might be wearing that are actually things that you're not interested in anymore. Maybe you're good at, maybe one you used to be really passionate about it, you were excited, but because you said something to someone, you feel like you have to keep that hat or that spinning plate. And it's just now one more stack, one more heavy thing that you're holding or wearing in your life, business, or relationships. What is not in alignment? You're you're not even interested anymore, but you do it because you're expected to do it. I call these expired expectations. The expectation might be expired because it's your own private expectation that expired years ago. You just feel like I have to do it because I said I would, right? Which is the definition of integrity, but integrity is also honoring your evolution, honoring your expansion. I do believe that we come to these places where you arrive at a point in your life where you get to try new things and explore and design and fail and get up and fix and fold things. And then you evolve and then you expand and you've arrived at another point and you do it again and again and again in different areas and different ways that are bountiful and abundant when you live in a space of abundance and prosperity, right? Not just money, but money included in all the ways. You get to do that when you allow yourself to arrive, evolve, and expand. When you stop allowing yourself to do that, it's because you have all these expired expectations. Many times, again, it's from yourself. Sometimes it's because your mother or your grandmother or a friend or an ex-lover told you you couldn't, so you're going to prove that you can, or told you you should, so you feel that you have to, and you've been doing it. It's out of alignment. Are you interested in whatever those things are? And you really should break them down across the layers of your life. Look at your spiritual life. Look at your physical life. Look at your social familial life. Like, are you still talking to the cousin that you really can't stand answering the call from? Are you still making yourself available for your mom to have a five-hour conversation with you over the same thing that she's been talking about? And it's not because she has early stage dementia or Alzheimer's or anything like that is because you feel like you deserve this punishment. For many of us, we're in lots of relationships, not just romantic, but many relationships because we feel like we deserve this punishment and be really mindful of where that shame and guilt is coming from and many other emotions that might be attached to it. But really looking at it, look at how you feel about your me time, right? The lazy overachiever is all about being in balance with honoring your need to rest and rejuvenate and recalibrate and refuel just as much as you honor your need to be dominant in whatever project or sprint that you're working at the time. I don't have my hoodie on that I normally have, but I brought my cup. It's a meter. It's a meter. And you have to know like where you are on your lazy overachiever meter. So just being mindful of that. Are you still interested in this hat, that hat, or the other? This relationship, that relationship, or the other? This project, that project, or the other? This community responsibility, this committee, this board advisory commitment, like you could break it down across the spectrum. Is it even still aligned 
with you? Are you interested? Is it aligned? And do you have capacity? That's a really good starting point for whether or not there are some things that are pushing you further into overachieve mode that don't, it doesn't feel good because you're not overachieving in the places that you want to overachieve in, that you want to be great and deeply aligned with, which is truly your balance. For anyone who's new here, my formula for balance, my definition of balance is a formula. It's T over B. Admit the truth, that's the T, of what you truly want in this life, period, over, like a fraction, over the B for boundaries, the boundaries that you create to achieve that truth as your reality. So if you say you want to be a mogul, a philanthropist, a tech guru, I don't know, if you say that these are things that you want to do and you kind of have an idea, at least a loose idea of what it's going to take to achieve that, then you need to create some boundaries around your expectations, including looking at the ones that are expired. You need boundaries around your physical time with yourself because you need to be healthy to be a mogul and a philanthropist, right? Like you need to be awake and alert and have your cognition of mind so you can write them checks and not have anybody take advantage of you. Like you need that. You need boundaries around your spiritual time to reconnect to your body, to your spirit, to know that there's something bigger than you pulling you forth, whatever that looks like for you. You need boundaries around your energy management capacity. Where are the leaks? Who is attached to you that shouldn't be? Who got a position in your life or your business in a platonic relationship even that actually doesn't belong there and is draining you and sucking from you more than they're giving? Or even who's there that you haven't had room to nurture and nourish because you've been so out of alignment and over capacity with so many different things that really weren't even something that would interesting to you or that you were truly aligned with, but your people-pleasing nature made you default and say yes to it or, okay, I'll do it anyway, or better yet, I'll do it because I do it faster instead of delegating and empowering another generation or another group of people to polish those skill sets so they can actually help you not just now, but in the long term down the road or heck just help themselves. And now it's one less thing that you have to dominate in that you didn't want to in the first place, right? So just really being mindful. Start with IAC. Are you interested? Is it aligned? Do you have capacity? And look at those different areas of your life. Many of these I'm going to put in one of our healing guided journals that we're working on in the background. But for now, Start with what's on your plate, just high level directly. And again, some people say the hats that they're wearing. Some people use the spinning plates, whichever version of that analogy aligns with you, use it, but really go through and look at it because then you get to truly build or rebuild trust with yourself because now you're being honest. You're being honest about what you need. And that's how you really trust your inner brilliance is being honest about what you want not just what you need, but what you want. Do you want more physical intimacy? Do you want more play? Do you want more rest? Do you want more vacations? Do you want more 
of a type of work? Do you want less of another? Be honest with yourself first. And that's how you rebuild that muscle. And then you start to do things. Now that you're clearing some plates and you're making some room, well, now we can pick something that we want to flex this muscle with and see how it aligns with us. So maybe now you want to flex a little bit of a philanthropy muscle in a different way. If you were a giver until you went emotional broke, then you don't want to just give people money, right? That's not all philanthropy is, but you might want to start with the research of where are the areas, what are the companies, what are the organizations, who are the humans that I want to invest in, even if it's volunteering for two hours to see if they really are who they say they are on their beautiful website that's well laid out. But is their message more than just a checkbox to look good or are they actually doing it? And that's a way that you can stretch that muscle. But you won't have time for that if you're so busy building that you're not able to create true balance for yourself as a lazy overachiever and get a handle on that codependent relationship that you have with ambition, where everything is a pat on the back and justified because of your busyness. I'm tentative to use that word because I don't like the word busy, but that's what it is for some people. Some people stand by, I'm booked and busy. This is awesome. And I'm like, I want to be productive, not busy. It's okay if I was productive in five hours that week or 50 hours that week, but it's in balance because it's in alignment with not only what I'm interested in, but what I have capacity for that is in direct alignment with my truth of where I'm going. So then you can have, you can handle the heavier seasons of where there's an audit or a major project or a major deadline. It's okay. And there's a little stress that comes with that. And we'll, throughout these many episodes, we'll be talking about different ways that you can kind of manage that. But you have to start with your truth. And that's how you start to build the muscle where you're trusting your inner brilliance. And eventually, Sooner than later, usually within a couple of beats of flexing this muscle, you can actually enjoy the life that you've worked so hard for. And as a lazy overachiever, that's what I want for you. I want you to enjoy your life. I don't want to be the only one. That's that's not the good kind of selfish to me. That's the old patriarchal definition of it. And since I redefined the word as a personal intimate gift to create your joy your way, I want you to be able to do that. And it starts with trusting your inner brilliance, which means being a little awkward with yourself and looking at where are some things out of alignment, expired expectations, and you haven't had great the greatest boundaries around. So I hope that was helpful and supportive. I'm gonna let you go on for your day. This was a really quick mini mini episode. Um, I'm Nikita Renthigpen. I look forward to seeing you again next week. We have so many amazing things coming up, but in the interim, I just want you to rebel against the rush. Please embrace more of your inner laziness. Be tongue in cheek with me. Work less and trust your inner brilliance more. I'll see you soon. Thank you.